Hi everybody, a very warm welcome to episode 49 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, my step-by-step guide to how I apply metadata to photos in Lightroom. I'm your host Rick and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help you and I with our photography and no more. Episode 49, still reading it out, still can't remember it. Who am I? I'm a professionally qualified photographer based in England with a lifetime of photographic experience which I share with you on my podcast. Now I should start this one with a boring episode alert. Metadata is not fun. I'm going to try and simplify it down as much as I can do. As I was writing this, when I got to the end of writing it, I thought, oh, what have I done? Why am I doing this? This is so dull. But the main thing I want you to get out of this is you don't need to worry about it unless you want to. There's things you need to do, there's things you don't need to do, and some of it can be automated. Right, let's get into it. What is metadata? Metadata in photography refers to data about an image. Not surprising. Metadata comes into three main categories. Camera settings and all that other good stuff from the camera. This is generally recorded by the camera at the time of image capture. Two, to describe a photo in words. This is the descriptive metadata. This is generally added to a file on a computer or other device by the photographer. Three, rights info. Don't copy my photo, that kind of thing. Again, generally added after image capture. Okay, you bored yet? Well, I am. No, only kidding. Don't worry. I'll explain these briefly and tell you what I do. Blimey, metadata in 10 minutes. That's pushing it. I thought exposure triangle was bad. Number one was camera settings and all that other good stuff from the camera. So this is the stuff recorded by the camera. Shutter speed, aperture, lens, time of capture, ISO. Oh, before I forget, if you're going on holiday... Or when, when the time zone changes, don't forget to change the time on your camera. You can actually do it in Lightroom afterwards, changing the metadata, but don't tell anybody that. Okay, so this is really useful data. And when you open up a photo in Lightroom, I'm saying Lightroom because that's what I use, you have access to all this stuff and you can use it to search for, say, every photo taken with an aperture of f8. I don't do any of that, to be honest with you. What do I use out of this data? Well, the Canon 6D has GPS built in, which is brilliant, apart from the fact you have to always turn it on and then off again or it runs the battery down even with the camera off. Winge over. So I use the map module in Lightroom. When you're travelling around a lot taking photos, it's brilliant. So my photos and where they were taken are shown on a map. It's absolute genius. It's brilliant. I love it. Because when I'm travelling to a site to photograph it or I'm on holiday, um, sorry, when I'm travelling to a site to photograph it, if I see something interesting, I'll stop, take a photo. But I always know where it is. There is a workaround for that using your iPhone and copying and pasting the GPS data, but that's one for another time. Sorry, I'm going to try and stop digressing here and stick to the script. Yes, there is a script. So the map module, GPS data. Other than that, sometimes I go back to see what settings I used. I can tell you anything you want to. I can sort by any camera, lens, anything, but I tend not to use it. Date of capture is obviously critical. Time of capture is, it can be critical, it just depends. Not too much to worry about too much, that's the point. So number two was um, the very cleverly worded to describe a photo in words. This is work for us to do in Lightroom. I do all this stuff in Lightroom myself and there are different fields where you can enter data. The first one is keywords. You can assign keywords to images. Now I do this when I export images either for use issue to a client or for publishing on the web. Keywords help you can search for images and likes. Shall I try that sentence again? You can use keywords keywords to search for images in Lightroom. I've got to be honest with you. 
whilst this is a fantastically powerful tool, I've never done it. Do they make a difference in search, as in Google search? Well, apparently they do. I'm not sure, but I don't spend a huge amount of time on this, and I only do it once I'm exporting stuff out of Lightroom, because when it's sat in Lightroom, I don't use the keywords, so I don't care. I'll chuck 10 to 20 keywords in about the location, subject matter, key points about it, really. File name, next field. I rename files on export. I don't name them, rename them before then because the way I've structured the catalogue in Lightroom, which you need to go back to the last episode if you didn't hear it to understand what I'm talking about. I know where the photos are, so I don't need to name the photos to know how to find them. So the only point of me renaming the files is when I export photos out of Lightroom to do something with them. And I describe the photo in plain English. An example being, photo of the front facade of Pool Fire Station by Rick McAvoy Photography 001. If that was a shoot for a client and there were 30 images, they would be numbered 1 to 30 with that title. That's it. Job done. Title. This is a field in Lightroom that I don't really understand. So what I've done to cover myself rightly or wrongly is I just copy the file name into the title. Caption. I had a description of the photo. I'm describing the photo in words in the caption field. Now, I believe... No, no, I was going to ad-lib then, wasn't I? Stop it. Right, rights info, number three. I'm just going to tell you what I add when I import photos into Lightroom. There is a metadata import preset. This is completely automated. I don't need to think about it. Copyright field. I add copyright Rick McAvoy. Should that be Rick McAvoy photography? Hmm, one to think about. Copyright status. I add copyrighted. Right usage terms. I add all rights reserved. No unauthorized use. Copyright info URL. I have my URL and I just realized when I checked that the URL on all of my photos, all 82,000 and what have you, is rickmacavoyphotography.co.uk. Last year I moved to rickmacavoyphotography.com when I went global. Ah, something I need to do. Which is what I did after writing this script. I applied the new URL to every photo in my Lightroom catalogue. Now I was going to be reporting that this went seamlessly and quickly, but it didn't. It got stuck at 89% or maybe it was doing it and I got impatient at 89%. So I had to um, shut it down. I'll come back to that. That's basically all I do with metadata. I don't worry about anything else, but I will say this. If you're starting out, I would add this data to every set of photos. It's a good practice. It's a good discipline. And once you get into it, it doesn't take you that long. What does take you a long time is if you're like me, you've got thousands of photos and you haven't done this. So I don't worry about it. I apply the stuff when I export photos out of Lightroom or publish them. That's the only time. Well, sorry, I apply the metadata when I export photos out of Lightroom, regardless of where they're going. Sorry for that correction. Other than that, it doesn't really matter to me. It doesn't bother me. I don't need to worry about it, and neither do you. I've come to the conclusion it's too late for me to add this stuff to every photo. Way too late. I've tried a couple of times, and I just never got there, so let's not bother. The photos are sat on my hard drive. I know where they are. I can find them, so not a problem. Another thing to remember is you can always add this information in Lightroom later. You can update it, add to it, correct it, change it. So it's not a big worry. Don't worry about it. What about IMG ALT, which I in my head call image alt. Now this is, you apply image alt data to an image, say on a website. And it, this is, we're getting into HTML code now. There are tags where you can put this stuff in. And what I do is I copy 
the caption data and I paste it into the IMG ALT field if there is one. So that description is telling Google what the photo is because Google cannot yet read photos. I'm sure it can, but I don't think that's public. We're telling Google what the photo is. We're also telling people who have got problems with the vision what the photo is because you can search this data. So we should be doing it anyway to be um, properly inclusive. So I apply it to images when I add them to my website. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Blimey, I'm sweating. That was difficult. That was quite dull. So let's wrap this up with my one-line summary. Here we go. Brace yourself. Metadata is important as it tells others that you are the copyright holder, what people can and cannot do with your photo, and tells you all the info and lets you describe the info so search engines know what your photos are. And also so you can search on any field in Lightroom. Sorry, that's a two-line summary. Okay, we're done. What do I want you to do now? Let me know your thoughts on Twitter, please. I am at RigPhoto. Two, subscribe to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode. Trust me, they will get better. This helps me. Three, rate and review my podcast if you enjoy this episode. This helps me too. Number four, tell someone you know about my podcast, but maybe not this episode. This also helps me. Okay, next episode. Yeah, that was tough to write and tough to read out. It's boring, but it is important. So I'm going down a completely different track now. I want to get back into enjoying this. I've enjoyed this episode, don't get me wrong. I just want to get back to doing more of my talky stuff rather than just reading something off a screen that might bore bore you rigid. So episode 50, I've nearly made it. Very excited. Wait for the clickbait title. 11 things I wish I knew when I started in photography. Loving it. I'm going to put 11 bullet points down and talk about them. Try and contain myself to 10 minutes or is it 13? Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me. And thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast. Please check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural and construction photography work, as well as my photography blog, where you can learn lots more about photography. And also check out the recently completed Photography Explained podcast website where you can find out how to ask me a question, find a list of episodes, things I'm going to explain in future episodes and everything else about the podcast. This episode was most definitely brought to you very much by the power of Alterica Coffee by Nescafe. I really should be paid by them to say this, shouldn't I? I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening and for giving me 13 minutes of your valuable time. Sorry about that. I'll see you on the next episode. Must go over time. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.